0: Hello everyone, welcome to Sacrima Podcast with TALK. I'm so excited to be here today because I'm hosting the Growth and Human Ecology podcast as well. So on this episode, you're going to hear me talking to three people. The first person I'm going to talk to is wonderful Andrew. And on the second part, you're going to hear me talking to Kat and Nikki. So it's a very great lineup on this one. So, yes, welcome again. So, I'm going to just start with Andrea. Like, tell me, how was your day today on this last day of the lab? And since we've done a wonderful course together as a group, but I want to hear from you. How are you feeling today?
1: The day has been fantastic. We've seen people. Um, doing all kinds of different presentations and different activities. And there are so many creative ideas and so many so much to contribute. It's been very inspiring.
0: Oh, great. Tell us more about that. Uh, since you've done the course, are you feeling excited, energized? Um, yeah, please tell us more about that. Course.
1: Since I've done the course, I have a really... Been um, felt much more positive. I think before I did the course, I was so anxious that I had to solve every problem all the time. You know, like it's got to be down to me because nobody else is doing anything. Whereas you meet so many people, everybody's doing something, everyone has something different to contribute. So uh, it means a lot more. It means a lot more to me that uh, so many people are involved. And so, degrowth now. For me, a little bit means you don't need to be so angry and upset all the time. You can be positive, and believe in a better future.
0: Yeah, for me, I think deep growth. Uh, I learned a lot. I was new on the course, and anyway, mm-hmm. like I learned a lot like, from the people. So like I didn't know that human college means humans visit non-human, which means we normally do without noticing. Like if you go in the forest, you see a squirrel or something like that. Like, mm, that's really makes sense. So it that policy to respect nature. That's what I think it meant to me, that I earned economic-wise as well.
1: So was the one thing that you remember that kind of sticks out for you, that you really thought, oh, that's quite, I, I like that.
0: Yeah, for me, what stays with me the most, I think, was Alastair uh, Macatoch. Uh, he talked about a lot of things. And I mean, he talked about religion, culture differences, Scottish history, poems. And his journey as well, and uh, that was a really, really uh, amazing uh, sharing from him, and I think that stays with me for a long time.
1: He was quite a character.
0: Exactly, <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was like, yes, especially at the end because like uh, it was really nice as well, like telling stories and mm. having a whiskey and stuff. That Scottish yeah, yes life, yes. I enjoyed that. It's good. Yeah, so, yeah. I
1: enjoyed uh, the stories about Patrick Geddes. I didn't know anything about him. And to think that we say this expression, think global, act local, I thought that was a yeah. modern expression, but it's got its roots way back in Scotland from a long time ago. Yeah.
0: That's really amazing as well. I think the last thing I would like to ask you is, like, um, are you going to use this course and put it in practice for your work or project? Is anything particular you think this course will help you? Or where are you going from here with it?
1: So for me, I think it's about understanding that everybody should be at the table or whatever you have. Uh, Everybody should be able to contribute something. So if they don't like to sit about and chat about books, that's fine. But, you know, maybe they can build something or maybe they can paint something or maybe they can sing something. And everything has a value. And so for me, it's about thinking I can do my small Amount which is to do with words, and I don't need to worry that I can't do everything because there are other people who can do other things. So, for me, it's about continuing to work with storytelling and, and helping people to connect to the place they live through these stories.
0: Oh, that's perfect. Uh, Sam, for me, I think um, what I'll take to the community, I think for me, is listening because remember, when we do those activities, like someone come and talk to us for an hour, for example, that was a uh, very nice timing, but it taught me how to listen because sometimes listening can be hard, to
1: especially in a second language.
0: Exactly, it's like oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. That's the thing when you ask me what did I take, I wanted to say I missed a lot, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because most of people they have like academic uh, language, yeah. you know. So
1: so today was nice because we did some physical things. Yes. We did uh, just moving Meditation, your body around yeah. or thinking or holding thoughts in your head and. Mm-hmm. So it's not just concentrating on words exactly. on a screen. Yeah, that was
0: really good. Silence, a little bit of quietness. That yes. was good. Um, I'm conscious of your time. So, okay, this one says, tell me more about for your journey from here to the future to come. Uh, mm. It's the same thing we just talked about. That's so tricky, isn't it? Yeah. But
1: I think I would like to get more involved in... I I get involved in things through my work, but maybe I should think... Stop thinking about the difference between life and work and think more about getting involved in things through my life. Mm.
0: I think so. For me, I think my journey would be like do lots of podcasting and raise awareness, get the voices heard and what else. um, Volunteering as well in the community Uh, and what else. Yeah, keep healthy. Maybe getting more in spiritual level like practice this, like you said, meditation and Get focus on myself uh, and what else. Yeah, just learn new things.
1: Can I say one final thing? Yes. Please, can everyone visit Paisley Museum in
0: 2024? Yeah, what is it in Paisley <laughs> and what's happening, for example?
1: Oh, well, we have a museum which we are working on doing a big redevelopment, so it's very fancy and it will be a very welcoming space for everyone.
0: I'll be there. <laughs> I'll come. I'll in. see you there, Nico. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much again, Andrea, for coming to the podcast, and as I promised that, I'm going to have three people on this episode, so now we're going to that part where you're going to hear me talking to Katie and Nikki, so please, can you introduce yourselves?
2: And My name is Katie, I've come up from Newcastle, and in Newcastle, I work as a maths teacher in the college. Uh, but I'm also interested in community gardening and community organising and like food, getting good food to people, building culture, uh, sharing music, sharing art um, and like dancing and partying. So <laughs> I was very <Yeah>. so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe
0: That's good, that's good. <laughs> what
3: about you? Uh, Hi, Nick? I'm Nikki. I... Um, well, i I've co-founded Fashion Revolution, which I guess right. is what brought me to this point here to degrowth. growth mm-hmm. um, that was about ten years ago. And um I also I teach at the Edinburgh College of Art and oh, nice. Textiles Department. Really? And um yeah, I've been in I was in the fashion industry for about 20 years, um which I just saw so many yeah. things that were so exploitative yeah. that really
0: spurred me to then co-find fashion evolution. So good. Thank you. Um we've all done the course together anyway. So I know you we spent so much time five days in the in the what what's cost? Yeah. I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed, I met so many friends there and today. So today we're just gonna talk about what we did and now just kind of like feedback in ourselves as well, sharing like friends and stuff. But the question is is for all of us, even myself. Uh, the question is, what do de-growth and human ecology mean to you, uh, Kev?
2: Oh, um, okay. So, I guess like my first encounter with human ecology was when I read the Soil and Soul book by Alistair Macintosh. Yeah. And so, what it meant to me then was like, um, wow, like people are actually studying uh, how we live with each other, like with the land in like a different way than I would thought of it before. It wasn't like a scientific way, although it draws on science. It wasn't um, like a social science way, uh, although it obviously will draw on elements of that. And it it wasn't strictly a humanities way of studying things either. Um, but it, I mean, like just the way that Alistair McIntosh drew in like poetry and indigenous knowledge and like knowledge of the landscape and And ultimately it's all about this sort of reflective kind of process of like, I don't know, like creating culture, understanding culture, creating culture, and thinking about how we like intertwine with each other. So I guess that's what it means to me, though, I'm developing. For me,
0: uh, I can add up as well. I was so enjoyed his, uh, his teachings first. I remember walking in the room. There was a picture of Robert Mugabe. There, I like, "Oh my god, <laughs> what, what is he going to talk about?" <laughs> but I enjoyed uh, enjoyed him so much. It was like uh, one of the best. Members. Yeah, no wonder. If I said to you, uh, Nick, you can also like jump into the same question we just asked. Uh, what that means to you, like, to be part of this course? Oh, well, um, I mean,
3: it's been incredible. I think, um, I think with most things that you start coming involved with, or I mean. I knew from a, an industry point of view, like I had to not be a fashion designer anymore because I couldn't churn stuff out. And I, there's huge problems with waste. There's so much exploitation. Um, so, I mean, the only way for the fashion industry, I mean, it's so huge and, you know, it's one of the most uh, problematic industries in the world. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the only way is degrowth, really. So I had to kind of come to that um, and then just very fortunately got this course dropped into the inbox and straight away it was like I connect with this I need to you know find my people Mm -hmm. because quite often when you're working as an activist or even you know in education Mm -hmm. you quite often feel quite alone that you're you know or sometimes it can be quite disheartening because you Mm -hmm. know especially you know it's tough work that we're doing Mm -hmm. and trying to change systems that are very deep rooted and um, so actually when the course like I think people and community is the most delicious thing for me that's you know meeting all these amazing inspiring uh, people and and I feel like we've kind of got a bit of community this, it's yeah. happening here you know which is just wonderful it's been so nice it was two weeks ago that we all met <laughs> for the first time and it feels like we've all known each other for a lot longer yeah, it Um, and it's so lovely to see everybody today again you know yeah. you can feel the love in the room you know we're all like yeah. supporting each other and that's what i think it's for me i think i'll fun. say
0: thank us because i never feel so good in my life like i've been in some groups like you know the energy is so yeah. difficult Yes. But this group mm-hmm. was so nice, walking in the, in the living room, breakfast time, it was chatting cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed so much and stuff like that. And I learned as well. Okay, I'm going to move to question number two. How would you put this course in practice? Maybe at your work, or are you going to use it for your project? Please, can you tell us a little bit more about that?
2: I think, like, what I have become more aware of is that it's not necessarily about, like, a particular project. That you're doing but it's more like a way of being so like mm-hmm. for me it's much um yeah I've, I've like started to really value people a lot more which is quite a strange thing to say like maybe like yeah. really kind of you know human human ecology approach uh like mm-hmm. I means like really like you know the people are everything and the yeah. connections between the people are everything and like now this links into the degrowth ideas of like degrowing parts of the economy that don't value human life and human thriving and like the life of our ecosystems and stuff like that. So like I think that's the biggest thing that's going to change for me and it's going to hopefully I'm just going to try and bring it into every part, every aspect of my life so I am making sure that I value people properly because I actually think like capitalist society teaches us not to value people yeah. we're told to value quotas or um, deadlines or products or like all of that kind of stuff so that's what I'll be taking forward and like even when you have community groups that are like uh, ben- like, benevolence one way but like if you've got community groups that try and do good work in the community it's you're not immune from like that kind of thing where you stop valuing people enough so like I think it's yeah that's what's going on for me anyway <laughs> Right. Now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely i really want to take this into my
3: teaching um, and yeah. i've already kind of started you know um but yeah it's care i think that's the thing we've all kind of cared for each other yeah. on this course yeah, and um and seeing how important that is and value I think is a very important mm. word as well I think that how it, it's intertwined isn't it and you um, know for me like we need to be kind of looking at nature yeah. and so I've definitely like been bringing in a more nature trying to get students out of studio and mm. kind of connecting with nature more um, and yeah I, I just see that growing mm. more and more you know um, I'm this- well, here and, you know, particularly in the UK, you know, we are um, being shaped through school to be consumers, you know, mm-hmm. so that's certainly my viewpoint from the sort of fashion industry side in of things. Yeah, sure. Uh, no. So <laughs> that we're not citizens, we're consumers. Mm-hmm. So it's yes. trying to shift that narrative as well and that, and that actually, yeah, people are connected yeah. to nature
1: and all of that.
0: I remember I was talking to you about, I was going to do the, uh, what's called a uh, clothing companies uh, inquiry. Yeah. I look at it, I was like, there's not enough evidence actually for me to step up and talk about it, because I'm in the UK, but the things, uh, when I left in Africa, what they're happening, they were like, really horrible. if like, for yeah. every market in African uh, countries, is like clothes, like closed and clothes and people have no money to buy, but mm-hmm. what they do, they're going to pile them somewhere and like, end up like... Rotting, and the uh, the rain comes, in and then the that juice of everything goes to the river. Oh my God! You know, I mean, or oh, the cows—they there, eat, they, they walk there, eat. Mm-hmm. There so many, yeah. so many, uh, dis-, what's it called Distraction environmental uh, mm-hmm. things that like, even domestic animals they end up eating this, this plastic stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, And it's buy.
3: that uncaring, you know, like that we buy—we don't. We've, our lives are made to be so busy that we don't have time to think. We're not conscious when we're buying. We don't think about where it comes from, where it's made, who made it. Um, but then it goes back to how we just, it's so cheap. We just throw it away and then no thought to where it ends up. And that's what you're saying, Nico, mm. you know, like it's hugely pro- problematic mm-hmm. um, in Africa. Yeah. Like, mm.
0: Another technology for me, I think that's the, that's the thing that I blame a lot for young kids for phones, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they see this fashion thing going on like all like that, on a mm-hmm. day like that. And, It's gone too far. But for us, we're going to close by saying this is the last question. I'm going to talk about it as well. This is the last (laughs) one. Tell me me more about your journey from here to the future to come. My journey to the future to come is going to be like having discussions with people on the podcast and as well trying to uh, help our refugees and to know how to produce the podcast themselves. Mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. So in that way, I know people to uh, our voices to be heard, yes. you know, because as a refugee, you've always been asked, Tell me your story, tell me your story. But they never tell us that story. I'm talking about the uh, the service providers, they never tell us their story. How do you feel when you go home? It see so many sad stories, you know, mm. I mean like it must impact people somehow in, in their head. Mm. So I'm trying to tell that narrative, like I've mixed it up. Yeah, so, you yeah, get everybody involved. On I would love you to yeah.
3: like interview some of the people at the markets and. Africa yeah. and like to for them, oh, yeah. voices to be heard and yeah. their experiences, like because again, it's all education, this is exactly. It. We need, yeah,
0: no, we need to. Well, so that was me and Nikki uh, trying to actually gather the point there, but now we're moving on. Uh, what's my journey from now here? My journey is to keep talking and raise awareness and our voices to be heard, as we had, um, we we're talking about that. So, yeah, my journey is to as well, like, uh, volunteer different projects, just keep myself busy as well as learning and use the part of the course as my tool to to help other people as well. And yeah, I think that's my journey for that. What about you, Kat?
2: (laughs) What is my journey? I have absolutely no idea what my journey is going to be, but I think, um, yeah, I'm like very interested by how a lot I mean a lot of traditional roles traditional jobs like people seem to be kind of rejecting them slightly I mean like you're talking about education and you're working in the fashion industry both being having problematic elements and like lots of people on this course are kind of taking alternate routes and like finding finding different ways they're expressing dissatisfaction for the status quo so I think my journey probably is going to be to watch that and like Mm -hmm. be part of it in my own way and like just be interested in like how people navigate these like changing times because there's a lot of energy around at the minute for like change Mm -hmm. and a lot of positive energy and a lot of like feels like a lot more listening is happening a lot more inclusion is it seems to be much more important than maybe it was like 10 years ago so I'm excited (laughs) by all of this so my journey is to try to keep growing and
0: I think people are waking up, spiritually for example, like, mm. uh, <laughs> I think people are waking up a lot. You know? <laughs> it's interesting,
2: isn't yeah. it? I don't know Yeah. When I, came,
0: when I came to Europe, I never know about yoga, uh, meditation yeah. and, and all that stuff. <laughs> it's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done a course uh, five years ago uh, in Glasgow, mm. Back, was that was like three weeks something, of how to meditate and lots uh, of nice speakers coming. So, like, then what I'm trying to say, I can see the shift of people changing. Like uh, mm-hmm. spirituality is, is getting better and better, mm-hmm. and people are paying, taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Of course, we still go out do some stuff, but yeah, <laughs> <but> they still. <laughs> when we, we all got our space in life, like mm. uh, yeah.
3: it's quite slowing down, isn't it? Like I think meditation and yoga at least allow people tend to think yeah. and from the crazy business and social media and all of that stuff that just clogs their mind. Mm. So I think yeah, you've got. Something there. Yeah, that I, it? uh, like... <laughs> I really
0: wanna uh, explore more and then I can talk about it. Raising awareness because um, I always worried about my comment. When I see my comment, I hate that word, but when I'm in community, like uh, we're all from different backgrounds and different countries. Mm-hmm. So I've got people from Zimbabwe for example in Gasco, people from Congo or from Ever, that's the community I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So it's kinda like mm, if I can draw them to this spiritual ground, maybe we can have a healthy community instead of panicking about money and this and stuff, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and draw them to this worry. They worry too much people about cause, mm-hmm. we family at home, they're yeah, struggling and stuff. Just get some work and come out instead of, like, drinking. And... Mm-hmm. So that, I think that's my other chance. I, <laughs> <Well>, I think <laughs> it comes
3: back to people and people that are around you and how, you know, you just, if you start to change your environment by even the people that you're with, like, that's where mm. I think this has been really fantastic you know because yeah. you're so inspired by people taking action mm-hmm. sort of stepping out of the normal system and um, mm-hmm. yeah it's very hopeful i feel like yeah. you, you've got you feel more power to kind yes. of change the system
0: i'll do that thank you so much uh, for coming to the podcast um, <laughs> thank you Nigel. it's really nice uh, to have you and <laughs> uh, you. i wish you all the best for christmas and new year Yeah, oh, you I too. too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you